Welcome to the Public Comment Podcast. Today's episode, Cut the Crap. Late in 2015, the Department of Housing and Urban Development began accepting public comments related to a proposed rule, which would require each public housing agency across the country to implement a smoke-free policy. Here is a sample of some of the submissions. Comment ID number HUD 2015-0101. 0188 from Valerie Bishop. Thank you for your concern for my health. I have been a smoker for 40 years. I wish I could quit. If you're a non-smoker, I'm sure this is hard for you to understand. I am a recovering drug and alcohol addict, six years clean. It seemed easier to stop these addictions than it is for me to quit smoking cigarettes. I have tried over and over to quit. I'm securing that I live alone and I am in a single-family dwelling, not around children or others that could harm anyone but myself. I'm diligent about keeping my home clean and well-kept. I have never lived anywhere that I did not receive my deposit back from the landlords. I hope when you make a decision on this matter, smoking and HUD dwellings, that you keep all this in mind. I'm a mental health recipient that smoking cigarettes keeps me calm. It's legal, and for me to have to get up and leave my home and walk down the street could not help me or my mental state. I don't want to break your rules and be left out on the street, homeless. It would put more burden on the system and the taxpayer, in my opinion. I'm disabled, major depression, PTSD, highly anxious, and have a hard time going outside in public. I'm not trying to start trouble. Your panel should be aware that in the long run, this might not be in the best interest of all your recipients in this matter. I want to thank you for your time. God bless. Comment ID number HUD 2015-0101 0040 from Dorothy Simpson. I am against the proposed rule FR5597P02. I do not appreciate that my being financially hindered leaves me open to regulations which step on my freedom to live my life. This is a matter of the government overstepping its purpose. I do not think it's right that you can step on my home life because I am not above poverty level therefore making your access to me easier than individuals who do not receive assistance. This is supposed to be the land of the free, but that seems to be changing to a land of government-controlled. Give us our freedom, please. They knew I smoked when I move in, and I have lived here for almost 10 years, and now you want to tell me I can't smoke anymore in my apartment even though it is hard for me to walk very far because of my weight and bad feet. Comment ID number HUD 2015-0101-0042 from Anthony Gordon. I think this would be a great thing to happen. I am a non-smoker and I can smell my neighbor's smoke in my apartment. It makes me sneeze and it makes all my belongings smell of smoke. It is embarrassing for my clothes to smell of smoke when nobody in my home even smokes. My children and I all have asthma and it is not right for us to have to breathe in the neighbor's secondhand smoke. Please let this pass as it will benefit us all. Comment ID number HUD 2015-0101 0061 from Dorothy Erb. I'm a 52-year-old single mom that has smoked for the past 20 years or so. I have an 18-year-old son that lives here in the apartment with me and I smoke during my pregnancy. 
Smoking may actually be harmful to those around me and or closest to me, but I've made several attempts in the past to quit but can't seem to give them up. Basically, in my opinion, I feel that each and every individual should have the right to decide whether smoking is right for him or her. I've lived in public housing since 2003, have paid my rent in a timely manner and follow all the rules, and will continue to do so, but I believe smoking should be a personal choice and be left up to the individual. I'm not a firebug, and I'm not littering by throwing the butts on the ground, so I don't see a problem. I would hate to think I'm losing one of my basic rights as a grown-up just because I enjoy lighting up a cigarette after a long day or a stressful situation. This is one of the only pleasurable things I have left, and I don't want to lose that right in order to keep a roof over my head. It should be left up to me to decide to, on my own, when or if I should quit. Comment ID number HUD 2015-0101-0056 From Linda Lowe's Lang I am definitely for the smoking ban in public housing because of my personal experiences. My breathing was severely aggravated, causing expensive medical treatments when I first moved into HUD senior housing. A downstairs neighbor with a chain-smoking habit had been grandfathered in and allowed to continue her smoking inside her apartment. The smoke came in my window. When I moved, my health problems stopped overnight. Now I am completely free of breathing apparatus and prescription drugs where I now live in HUD senior housing. However, a year after I lived problem-free in the supposedly smoke-free housing, a smoker moved into the apartment next to mine. She smoked on her balcony next to my bedroom window, and my breathing ailments returned immediately. One comment to the housing specialist where I live stopped this new tenant's breach of the lease. Smoking areas are still allowed within a certain number of feet from the building. The location of these smoker's spots is still too close and immediately next to the sidewalks one must walk to get into the building. Hospitals and other places of business are similarly guilty because patients and visitors must walk the gauntlet of outside smokers to go in the buildings. Smoking is an expensive, filthy, proven carcinogenic habit, as well as a fire hazard. Forced air furnace ductwork becomes coated with tar. Walls are yellowed and sticky with residue. Carpets, blinds, and housing-owned window treatments are coated with residue. If someone can afford to smoke, they shouldn't be allowed to live in HUD-subsidized housing. Comment ID number HUD 2015-0101-0077 From Nicholas Prasevic This proposed rule is not only an egregious violation of individual rights, but it is pragmatically self-defeating. Many low-income people, particularly the homeless and combat veterans, suffer from substance abuse problems, and the majority of this subset are smokers. Smoking is the least potentially harmful behavior and habit in this group, and it often serves as a substitute for more harmful behaviors. A central goal of the Obama administration is to end veteran homelessness, and to frame smoking as grounds for eviction works against this goal. Moreover, there are far more serious threats to address with limited resources. Mental illness, crime, sanitation. These issues are endemic in most public housing and are very poorly addressed. See, Castro has greater national political ambitions, and this idiotic, ill-conceived rule is nothing more than a PR stunt designed to elevate his national profile at the expense of the quality of life of a group of American citizens. Mr. Castro, the real issue is that there is not nearly enough public housing, and your duty is to fight for more. Not to micromanage the lives of our most vulnerable citizens by exploiting prejudice and the narrow piousness of a select few in order to project a transparent veneer of virtue to serve your own needs. Cut the crap. 
Comment ID number HUD 2015-0101-0065 from Patty Simpson. I understand the need for this rule and I am for it. The problem with it is how do we police such activity? We are a small housing authority and currently have a no smoking policy in place. We have designated areas for smoking at our high-rise and duplex renters may smoke on their patios. Even with this type of accommodation, we elect to terminate three leases in the last six months for non-compliance. We tell them at application time, sign off on at lease time, reminders and newsletters, and still they do it. Now we have the expense of refurbishing smoke-damaged units and try to re-rent. We very seldom have more than five families on the waitlist, so most generally we can move people in as soon as applications are approved. I feel there needs to be some consideration on vacancies for smaller housing authorities if they are due to terminations due to smoking in units. I feel the rule needs to be put in place, but with some adjustments. Comment ID number HUD 2015-0101-0062 from Rhoda Harris. I am a 79-year-old female that has been smoking since I was 17 years old, 62 years. I am in good health. We recently had to move from the country into town. We found this beautiful little apartment in Chapman Estates. We pay the flat rate of $388 a month, soon to be $414 a month. We thought we could live here the rest of our lives. Now, we find we won't be allowed to smoke inside and can't even smoke outside our door, but have to be 25 feet away from any apartment. That puts us in the middle of the yard in the elements. Older people can't take that, and most of them have been smoking most of their lives. If you insist on these regulations, we will move. With all the smokers gone, how many apartments will be empty? There is another housing authority in town that does not have these regulations. Why do you? Plus, looking in the local papers, we find several apartments for rent for $350 to $400 a month. I propose putting in a grandfather rule that lets these old people that smoke in their apartments be grandfathered in until they either move or die, then clean their apartment and make it non-smoking. How much worse can a smoked-up apartment get in a few months? I protest these smoking regulations without a grandfather law in place. Comment ID number HUD 2015-0101-0189 from Samuel Aspley. As a resident of public housing, we have a problem in our high-rise building with smokers congregating around the entrance. Residents are harassed, insulted, and panhandled as they come or go from the building. The area where the smokers congregate also seems to be at the root of many fights and other problems. Residents waiting for a ride are forced to breathe secondhand smoke because they have to sit on the same benches as the smokers. Minnesota state law dictates smokers need to be 20 feet away, but St. Paul, Minnesota PHA does nothing to enforce the rule and instead allows large groups of people, including some non-residents, to congregate directly around the entrance. Having the smoking benches directly next to the entrance also allows unauthorized people to sneak into the building. They sit on the benches pretending to take a phone call or having a smoke, and then they sneak in right behind a resident before the access doors can close. The area where they congregate is dirty with trash, cigarette butts, empty liquor bottles, and lots of spit and phlegm. The use of illegal drugs has also been a problem, and the threats, the erratic and aggressive behavior exhibited by smokers who are under the influence has made the other residents afraid to leave the building. Some residents are using the fire escape doors on the back side of the building in order to avoid the smoking crowd and setting off the fire alarm. I have expressed my concerns to the PHA, but they have refused to take any action because they are afraid of the potential violence that the smokers might do to them. 
I've also been in contact with a legal organization for non-smokers' rights, and I was told they can't do anything because HUD is a federal entity. What is the big deal? Why can't the smokers be relocated away from the entryway? Minnesota state law requires it for all other public buildings. We have a nice patio in back of the building that is hardly ever used. It would be an ideal place for smokers to congregate, but they have rejected it by voting the motion down during resident council meetings. I would not care if residents wanted to smoke in their rooms, but I can't understand why the situation at the main entrance is allowed to continue. Comment ID number HUD 2015-0101-0157 from Toby Ed. The 25-foot smoking law would be very hard, as I smoke on my balcony. Having to smoke on the sidewalk on Main Street would be embarrassing. I've never smoked in my apartment, and I've lived here four years. Please don't pass a 25 feet away from the door law. Thank you. Comments are being accepted through January 19, 2016, on the proposed rule. Coming up, next episode, We Are Too Old. <laughs>